The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data. Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to talk about the benefits of artificial intelligence in marketing tools and technology. Joining us is Erica Salm-Wrench, who is the COO of Rasa.io, which is an email newsletter platform powered by cutting-edge artificial intelligence. The newsletters produced by Rasa contain personalized content for every recipient and the tool eliminates much of the newsletter curation process through the use of intelligent automation. So far this week, Eric and I have talked about artificial intelligence tool accessibility for marketers. We talked about artificial intelligent-led content creation. And today we're going to wrap up our conversation talking about how to blend humans, artificial intelligence, and marketing automation together. All right, here's the last part of my conversation with Erica Salm Wrench, the COO of Rasa.io. Erica, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you so much, Ben, for having me. I really appreciate the opportunity to be here. Always a pleasure to talk to you and always good to connect with a member of the Rasa team. You know, we use you to produce our newsletter. And the process is we've uploaded lists of what we think are influential publications. Rasa combs through them and says, here's the ones that are probably most interesting to your audience. We might manipulate some titles, some copy here or there. And then Rasa decides which articles go out to the people that are on our email list. And so, look, we're blending the artificial intelligence that you've built with some of my team's talent. And we're producing this beautiful newsletter that we hope helps people stay up to date in what's happening with the MarTech industry. Are we doing this the right way? What's the right way to blend humans, artificial intelligence, and marketing automation together to actually produce great results? I think you guys are doing a great job. Since we started working with you, we've actually seen a lot of other podcasters come onto the platform because they've realized what you have, which is aside from the podcast, you need another channel to regularly check in with your subscribers, provide value, and easily disseminate the information that's not only through your own podcast feed, but through other relevant channels. So in between periods of conversion where people are actually taking action and listening, or in many other cases, taking action and buying, how can you provide value to your subscribers in between those purchase periods and conversion periods? And a lot of that is done through relevant content, which is what we aim to deliver at Rasa. 
So I guess there's a chicken of the egg question here. When you're starting to think about integrating artificial intelligence into your marketing efforts, do you let the artificial intelligence suggest some content and have the humans be the editors? Or do you create human content and let the artificial intelligence modify and manipulate it to make some sort of perfection? You know, this is probably a depends what marketing channel answer. But talk to me about your perspective, whether it should be artificial intelligence led marketing or whether it should be human led marketing edited by artificial intelligence. I feel that I'm going to give you the answer that's sort of diplomatic. It depends. You should be a consultant. (laughs) It depends. It's somewhere in the middle. At this point, I don't think there's a substitute for a really amazing, well-polished, long-form piece of content written by a human. But why would you have to spend time to first publish that to your website and take the URL from your website, hand put it in a newsletter, rewrite the title, rewrite the description? The human shouldn't have to duplicate efforts. The human shouldn't have to do all of these tedious tasks over and over again. So that's where the AI comes in. Use the AI to automatically send. Use the AI to predict which readers are going to want what. And then save more time for the human to create that valuable content and to apply their creativity to a task that is not tedious and can be automated away. So talk to me a little bit about the RASA process here. We use the tool to send out our newsletter But when somebody's thinking about creating a newsletter, what's the normal use case that they go through? How much time and effort does it create to produce a newsletter? And why does it make sense to lean on a tool that's AI-driven? First of all, to just give another plug for the idea of a newsletter, it's so important to stay in touch with your audience on a regular basis, share some updates about your own company, your own organization, but then also relevant updates to what's going on in the industry space. It's so important for that regular touch point communication. I mean, what do they say? Like someone needs to see your brand at least five times, maybe 10 times before they decide to buy or make a transaction. That number changes every day. I've heard everywhere from seven to 15. Right, right, right. So how do you communicate regularly for a way that's time efficient? And the newsletter task gets such a bad rap because it does take a lot of time to put together and you might not see an immediate benefit from sending out a newsletter but it's so important. So what we do at Rasa is we we automate away the curation process. We automate away the, the resizing of images, the rewriting of descriptions, the rewriting of article titles, and we're personalizing the email code for each and every recipient. And we're sending out really valuable content that you produced, that people and organizations relevant to yours produced. But it's just, it's such a time saver and it takes away, you know, when I remember I had to talk to people about the newsletter task at my last job, like, okay, it's time to do the newsletter. Nobody wants to do the newsletter, but this takes that away and takes the pain of that away. Time for a one minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then, and instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. 
Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. So there's a time-saving element to this. Talk to me about the actual conversion metrics. When people are thinking about an artificially intelligent newsletter, they're probably worried about, well, what's going to happen to my click-through rates? Are people still going to engage with the content? Do you have any sort of benchmarks to understand the quality of the content that is being suggested and how good is the personalization? We actually see engagement increase because we're sending such relevant content to the individual. So instead of sending one email to 10,000 people, you're sending 10,000 different versions. So even though you might be thinking, oh gosh, well, automation, well, that means my engagement might plummet. But automation paired with the AI or the automation is inherent to the AI, you're going to see engagement rates increase because as we collect data on folks, the newsletter is going to get smarter. Now, that being said, you still have the ability to feature your own content and make sure everyone gets the same display ad in the newsletter. So you do have editorial controls available to you. So if there's something that really makes you feel uneasy, like I can't just completely leave it up to the robots you still have all the editorial controls and working for you if you need them. I guess the last question I have for you is accessibility. And we talked a little bit about this before, but specifically with Rasa, we had a debate internally when we were thinking about our newsletter. And honestly, I always wanted to do a newsletter. I always felt like it was a great companion for the podcast content that we're creating. I'm a terrible writer. So I never wanted to sit down and write a newsletter because I knew I was going to embarrass myself. So when Rasa came along and had the ability to curate content and take the manual content creation process off of my plate and allowed me to hand it to the team to sort of make sure that we're promoting the right content and nobody has to be a writer, we're basically aggregating other great content, ours included, you know, it felt like a right fit. It allowed us to easily produce and scale our newsletter products. And you can write something in it if you want. We do. I write a paragraph every week and we try to keep it personal. Right. But most of the content is a distribution vehicle for our content and for some of the other great MarTech content that's out there. We're actually going through the process of bringing on a writer on staff to do more MarTech industry analysis that we're going to integrate into the newsletter. But wave one was, how do we get something up and out that's relevant to stay in front of our audience or give the people that don't want podcasts but want newsletters a way to engage with our brand? There's always the question of, well, do I use MailChimp? Do I use ActiveCampaign? What are the tools that I need to integrate with? Talk to me about Ross's philosophy for creating content, whether it should be in-house, whether you're using third-party tools, you know, what's the tech stack look like? 
We actually are an edge solution that runs very nicely alongside a MailChimp, a Constant Contact, an Active Campaign. We have integrations with all of those that I just named and more so that you can manage your subscriber list in those tools and then just plug them, authenticate through Rasa, and then we'll sync subscriber lists seamlessly so that you can have your newsletter running through Rasa and then you can continually have Rasa updating subscribers based on your primary source of truth. Now, you're missing a key component here. Rasa actually has the ability to send the emails themselves. Like with our template, we created a custom HTML template and Rasa is essentially our ESP. Right. Yes. So Rasa is one of the really powerful things about what we do is we're curation and send all in one. So yeah, you can completely customize your templates, sync subscribers, but then yeah, we're going to pull in content and send out. So it's definitely a standalone solution, but everyone always wants to know how we're going to talk to some of the other email send providers for like your transactional emails, for example. You know, on this podcast, we have space for advertisers and we have advertorial content, which we try to be upfront about who's a sponsor of the podcast when they come up on the show. And I want to clarify, this is neither of those. We are Rasa users. We use their technology to produce our newsletter because they do a wonderful job aggregating all of the content. MarTech is a big, complicated, hairy problem that people are trying to solve. And there's lots of great content that's out there. And for us, the right solution was creating something that is not only allowing us to aggregate all that content in one place, but to also figure out who's interested in what. All marketers have different problems, different topics of interest, and Ross has done a wonderful job helping us aggregate that content and spreading it to our users. So Erica, to you, to Molly, who's been our customer service point of contact, to everybody, Molly is wonderful. Molly is wonderful. Everybody on the Rasa team, thank you for helping us produce our newsletter. Molly, specifically to you, thank you. And I just wanted to say thank you to you and the team for helping us build a great newsletter. And thank you for coming on the show and talking a little bit about artificial intelligence. I am so appreciative of the opportunity, and I'm so happy that your Rasa newsletter has done so well and that you've been able to work with the team and develop such a great product out of it. All right. It's a uh, love fest here on the MarTech Podcast, (laughs) and that wraps up this episode. Thanks to Erica Sam Wrench, the COO of Rasa.io, for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Erica, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is Erica Som Wrench. That's E-R-I-C-A-S-A-L-M-R-E-N-C-H. Or you can visit her company's website, which is rasa.io, R-A-S-A dot I-O. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is martechpod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Schapp, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy.
Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.